Albuquerque's macro-aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Monday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500, and 46 days, tomorrow is the debate, and you have your, what, we're going to say we're our election headquarters, we're your political headquarters, period, the end. Dowd Muska here to my right this afternoon because we got guests here in the studio. Dowd, good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Eddie. I'm just standing here with these uh, these police goon scoundrels just <laughs> laughing about various uh, people I, we probably shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> I prefer the term rap scallion. Yes. yes. Wow. Cut up. And that is uh, the Albuquerque Police Officers Association. We've got uh, Detective Sean Willoughby here. Detective Sean Willoughby, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Good afternoon. Thanks for having us, Eddie. As always, we just love to be a part of the conversation. And uh, you are part of the conversation. You're uh, front and center. We've got to talk about crime. Uh, there's so many things I want to talk about. Folks, I don't want you to be remiss. We will talk about Jeffrey Epstein. We will talk about Bill Richardson and the uh, Daily Mail. That'll be during our third hour. So uh, more breaking news on that. Very exciting. Eddie, Eddie I just want to say, um, I've been in the room with two cops for, I don't know, like the last five or ten minutes. I haven't taken a swing at either of them or tried to shoot them, and they pretty much are treating me well. Yeah, not we bad. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, imagine no what handcuffs when are a part have, of this conversation. Not yet, at least. Yeah. When you have a little bit of respect for law enforcement, yeah. or if we well, tell you, you know, yeah. put your hands behind your back, or may I see your license, your driver's license, and vehicle registration, Just please. Be, be, yeah. be cordial. If you want to end police, so a quote unquote violence, all you have to do is comply. <laughs> Hopefully you won't have to arrest any politicians, but from the looks of it, uh, that might be coming in the uh, in the near future. Uh, second hour, we'll be talking about COVID-19 and why you should not be alarmed, folks. Uh, you should not be alarmed. We've got the actual stats. We've got uh, deaths in uh, 2019 compared to deaths in 2020 and a uh, lot of other information as well to share with you. We'll talk about Albuquerque residents. Being concerned about the city's direction, uh, the CD2 debate was uh, yesterday. Some uh, varying ideas about who actually won that debate and uh, why. UNM students, Black Lives Matter, continue to hold uh, protests. Uh, we'll talk about Rio Rancho, where uh, Detective Sean Wilby of the Albuquerque Police Department actually lives. Named one of the best places uh, to live, and that's why he lives there that's and not in, the, live there. not in the place that he actually uh, produces. And uh, we'll also start right from here, from the very beginning. 60 homicides on the year as of this weekend. You know, everyone likes to debate these numbers, but we're on uh, on track to reach that uh, heightened number, which was... L- let me just describe it this way. Article after article coming out from the Albuquerque Journal. Thursday, and I'm like, uh, Detective Sean Wilby, looks like you're on the wrong side of this. Saturday, and I'm just being frank, and I'm like, well, this is... Uh, Sunday, we basically got a giant uh, a microphone for uh, former police chief, Chief Geyer, who said, I basically was forced to resign, which is also known to you and I as a firing uh, out there. And numerous uh, newspaper articles that people are really uh, paying attention to. And you know what we have here? This is a classic case of just bad parents. You know, the, the, there's a divorce here. You know, and the yep. kids, which is all the police officers, you guys are the police are, department. The uh, police department, yeah, yeah, the actual police department. Yep. The reason why the uh, marriage even really exists uh, in in the first place, you know, one's blaming the other. Um, heightened crime. We are the bottom of the barrel when it comes to property, violent crime, assaults uh, per capita. We are literally one of the worst uh, 
in the country. And the kids continue to fight, the chief of police as well as the uh, the mayor. But I didn't realize that uh, Mayor Keller was holding the um, <laughs> HR department at a park bench, which I thought was very – that's where he got the news. I, what, I thought it was funny when, it, when I thought the, it was funny when they were like – and then the mayor came. And he was incognito, wearing a baseball hat <laughs> and glasses. I'm like, shut up. Do you have the, shut up. Do you have the stuff? I have the stuff. Yeah, Do you I have, have the stuff? Yeah, I have the stuff. Yeah, come in from the north. <laughs> Ridiculous. What type of car Give me will a you break. be driving? How embarrassing. So, yeah, what, what is, uh, so add some sort of rhyme and reason to the uh, four days of uh, very, very generous uh, news coverage uh, that was happening for the ousted uh, uh, police chief. Well, I mean, look, the... the from my standpoint, the the biggest complaint that I have is it took as long as it did. Um, I one hundred have a vote of no confidence. You were no, that's here. actually not true. Okay. I will tell you what that is a that is not factual. You were quoted in as saying that you were the I guess the police officers' wives as well as the police officers going to have some sort of vote of no confidence. Let me tell you what the way that we do a vote of no confidence at the APOA is we let our members speak. We survey the actual members that we represent. And over 60% of our members said they did not feel supported by Mike Geyer. We do not, I do not believe in a vote of no confidence having an impact or being meaningful. Um, the conversation definitely came up. You know, my, some of the members of my board were, um, were very, very pro vote of no confidence on uh, Chief Mike Geyer. Um, I didn't think that that was the right step. I didn't want to appear to be whiny or... Um, you know, here's the police union just whining again. Um, I didn't think it was going to be um, successful. And I, I you know, I want to make a measured decision that that doesn't bring the association and the men and women that work for this police department and make us look a certain way. So, I mean, the men and women of the Albuquerque Police Department responded to a survey. Uh, they told uh, Mike Geyer and the city council and the mayor's office exactly how they feel. And I think it stands for itself. You know, I'm I'm. Really looking forward to close this chapter and move forward. Um, but in, uh, but let's not just close it just yet, since this is the last time we'll be talking. In Mike Geyer's defense, oh, I be guarantee you, of, it will your... not be the last time that we <laughs> talk about this saga. In uh, Chief uh, Mike Geyer's uh, defense, he said it was the mayor who set the department's priorities and dictated staffing structures. Yeah, I I have no idea. I mean, I'd be I'll How be honest with you. How many times have you met with the mayor since um, uh, he's been mayor? Since the mayor has been mayor, I met with him early on in his term one time. How many times have you met with Chief Mike Geyer? Um, the chief didn't really like meeting with us all that much. Well, how many uh, we, times? We had probably several over the last three years. Does that be several meetings? Maybe 10, like five, ten, fifteen. Okay. Usually, he'd have me meet with. John Ross or somebody else in his administration. We were John scheduled. Ross, the man who's been reinstated because he did not create. Well, I, I actually think he's still gone because that job classification came with uh, Chief Geyer. He is, I don't believe he is in the police department anymore, but he's been vindicated in some attribute, per, per se. No, I he, saw... was, uh, he was Robin to Geyer's Batman. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. Um, the older version. <laughs> but uh, okay, uh, you know, I think he's been vindicated of any wrongdoing. He had some uh, minor hiccups with, you know, not putting the computer that he bought on his card or something like that. Okay, so um, that whole thing was just a so back cyclone to the claim from Chief Geyer. Do you think that it was the mayor's office that set the department's priorities and uh, dictated staffing structures? 
Um, I hope not because they changed like six times in like the last three years. Is I have, a way for you to I'll find be honest that? with you. I don't know. Find that I can I can ask. That you would know, be I've, good because we I've would had, we would want to make sure that that stopped right. We don't need a moving target. And do you have a good relationship with the new chief or temporary chief? He wants to be permanent chief, Chief Medina. Yeah, we have a good relationship. Chief Medina is a worker. Um, you know, we're not like a Rubik's cube. It's really not that complex. We uh, we need a couple of things from a chief, whether it's Medina, whether it's the next guy, whether it was the last guy. Um, we have this thing. It, it's called a contract. It's square. It looks like a little book. And inside that contract, it has a bunch of agreements between the Albuquerque Police Officers Association, uh, the officers that are members of our association, which is about 94, 95, 96 percent uh, of the entire police department under the rank of lieutenant. And all we really want them to do is follow the contract. It's really that simple. I don't really care who the chief is as long as they have an open door of communication. We can get our jobs done. We can fix things before they become major problems. Um, and they actually consciously follow the contract or the agreement that is made between the mayor's office and the union. That's pretty much what we expect from a chief. And, you know, by living here, we'd kind of like crime to get under control and, you know, maybe not handcuff uh, the entire police department. They're over-scrutinized, disciplines through the roof. Cops can't really do their job. It becomes a point where it's just not worth it. I would rather um, sit in my car and hope I don't get that call than go out there and aggressively confront criminals because I get in trouble no matter what I do. Shootings increased 27% citywide uh, from... 152 to 193, five of the six area commands saw more or as many shootings with injury as this time as the year before, according to the Albuquerque Journal. But the Valley Area Command, which is downtown, it actually dropped uh, 38% from 34 to 21. We're seeing increase uh, citywide. What do you attribute that to? Well, the increase in gun violence. I'm really shocked by that because last I checked, everybody was supposed to be at home because of covid uh-huh. and the lockdown was in full effect and i'm really i'm really you know upset that nobody paid attention to those lockdown orders but they're still out there we passed criminalizing. Red, we, we passed red flag gun laws here in the uh in the state of mexico and the city of albuquerque yeah, uh, that, and that's uh, helping a lot i, I can see we that spend that a is, ton of money on I a shot really... spotter reporter so when it when a shot gets heard uh-huh. in the city of albuquerque it yeah. automatically triangulates where it comes from Ooh. and officers run into the scene how much one of those run i have no idea over is it expensive hundreds of thousands of dollars really yeah okay you just so it, does it fly over the city and no i believe they're big ears? they're in they're in locations and then oh, okay. they communicate with each other and then they triangulate based on the sound that identify uh that it was a shot what type of caliber it was where it came from with wow. within a very small radius and then every single shot spotting call is a priority one dispatch so officers blindly get to Rush into but the if scene I of call, shots. But if I call that I heard shots fired five in a row just uh, down the said I can't imagine that that's even looked at ever. I sit here and I wait. I'd be the curious to see if that calls a priority one. Uh, actually, does, it actually doesn't get reported. It actually does. I've sat here and waited two and a half hours for police to show up, and they finally show up after about uh, 150 minutes. Yeah, but I, I don't know of any real arrests we've made from the investment in shot spotter. But let me tell you what we will get out of that. We're going to get more. Um, an accurate depiction of how many shots are being blazed through the city of Albuquerque. And I would be willing to bet you that the numbers are going to continue to increase mm-hmm. uh, more than we've ever seen because we're actually capturing more people, re- real data. More people drunk at home firing at the uh, six-pack that they just emptied out in their backyard? Could or, be. Could be. Yeah. Uh, 27% increase <clears throat> citywide. What would you attribute that to? For shootings? I, I actually um, I don't know if they're actually just getting 
the proper data with ShotSpotter now. And it's, Shootings it, it's with an, injury increased 27%. Do we have a gun control problem? No, we have a people problem. Okay. Yeah, you don't have, I mean, if you don't hold people accountable and we have returned your door justice constant, um, it doesn't really matter what you're doing. Nobody's being held accountable and they're going to continue their felonious actions on the community at large. And I think it's going to continue to get worse. I think that. So, for example, Darian Bashir. We're going to struggle. Darian Bashir last year, AK 47. Fired at uh, our police officers uh, yep. out there mm-hmm. uh, in February. He was back out uh, at the end of February. And uh, by the beginning of May of last year, he was uh, gunning down a University of New Mexico baseball player up at Knob Hill. Yeah, weird how that happens. Yeah. Uh, would we attribute that to the police officers or we, uh, the, chief, uh, the, the chief, the mayor, or the district attorney? No, that's the district attorney. That's the laws in the state of New Mexico. That's yeah. just no bail program. Um, it's it's absolutely egregious. Return-style justice has always been a problem in this state, and it's just gotten worse. Um, I remember when I was a detective, we used to hold warrants for the same individual, six or seven warrants, so that when he got out on one warrant, I would be there to book him on the next warrant, and then I would wait a few days, and I'd be there and book him on the next warrant. And, I mean, it was just egregious how crime fell in the category that I specialized in when that man was in jail. You were because, trying to keep him off the street? Yeah, because yeah. he was, I mean, in case people don't, don't, he, don't he was, he was good for <laughs> 35 to 40 residential burglaries a day. His name was Joseph Watts. Uh, I, I, I arrested, Jay Watt. Jay, Jay yeah. Watts. I, I, I actually arrested <laughs> him several times, and um, we, we operated that way from a detective. We knew who our bad guys were. We had the staffing and the time to go in and, and re-arrest them and spend time on these criminals, which was controlling you know, the outcomes to protect the city of Albuquerque. But right now we're understaffed. Um, that return-style justice has gotten worse, and crime is going to continue to go up. And, I mean, it's really that, Shootings that increased simple. 16%. Just hold people accountable. Murders uh, by shooting increased 37 to uh, We're going to exceed or meet last year. Yeah, the goal was uh, 31 or fewer uh, for the year. So we can't exactly blame the chief on this. Uh, we, can't, we have to blame... The district attorney. I have to blame the uh, George Soros funded, by the way. Isn't that correct, uh, Dowd? District attorney Big who donated $100,000 uh, $105, to win a lot that of money for a DA race. I mean, there it is. Yeah, that in, in 17 other communities in this country has to have the same outcome. But don't say George Soros because then we have to ban you and shut you off. It's or, verboten. verboten. Or Benson and Harf might come in and decide to go ahead and tell us that we can't blame George Soros uh, for anything. This is... Crime by design. Our four officers out there on the street need your support, need your help. And uh, now they're dealing with a, uh, a bad breakup from the divorced mommy and daddy. That is uh, Geyer and uh, Mayor Keller who want to make their personal drama known to everybody in the streets. And all we want is just a safer damn city. Can't you just get that done? Yep. Do we actually care about what's going on with who did what and how and who's blaming who? We care about your job, Mayor Keller, and we really don't care about Chief Geyer's job either. We just want, I, I don't need to even need, need to know who the mayor or the chief is. As long as I know that I don't need to blame them because crime is increasing. That's all it does. 421 back and forth. AM 600 KIVA 93.7 FM. International.